Hello, welcome to Comic Radio Hour, Personal Media Podcast. I'm your host, Vince. And I'm your high rolling host, Alan. What's up? What's new? How you been? Uh, week two of quarantine. Uh, you know, can't get toilet paper or bread. You don't have toilet paper? <laughs> no, I do, but like, you see all the crazy pictures on like the internet and stuff. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's crazy. People are going goddamn nuts. You shouldn't be buying bread to begin with. Yeah, it's perishable. It yeah. goes bad fast. Like we went, um, me and my friend went to the market the other day, and there was no eggs. Eggs are perishable. Why would you stockpile eggs? Yeah. It's stupid. Can you freeze eggs? I don't think so. You know, the U.S. is the only country that, uh, microwaves, that puts their eggs in the refrigerator. Really? Yeah. Every, every other country leaves their eggs out not refrigerated i mean they get it makes sense to refrigerate them to me but i guess because it's what we're used to but i wouldn't mm-hmm. like once i i knew that i was like oh i guess that makes sense like they come out of a yeah. warm body yeah so it's not like it's not like it's ice cream where it has to stay that temperature you know what i mean right and i think we're just kind of ingrained in the cold box keeps the food yes <laughs> yeah i don't know i um i uh I, unfortunately, am one of the few people that are still working. I mean, fortunately, unfortunately. Yeah, like, you're making money, but also you gotta, like, be careful. Yeah. Like, people could be tracing any number of shit around. Yeah, and people will come into where I work and talk to me and just cough mid-sentence while looking at me. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, not even from a, <sighs> a word and epidemic standpoint, but of a, just have some fucking manners. Yeah, right? <laughs> like... Dude, dude's talking to me and goes, he's like, yeah, and then I was dri- <coughs> driving south. I'm like, come on, dude. I'm like, dude, like come you on. gotta be kidding me. Yeah. This is fucking kindergarten shit here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, things are crazy. I'm holding up just fine. Uh, how about you, other than that? I mean, I'm mad. I'm not even scared. If someone asked me if I was scared, I was like, no, I'm just mad. What are you mad about? I'm just mad that this all happened. Like, I'm mad that we're the only country in the world that doesn't have any way to fucking take care of this. Mm-hmm. America's supposed yeah. to be the greatest country on the planet, and we got rid of our pandemic team in 2018 for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, uh, shit's stupid. Nobody knows what to do. Apparently we're getting... I don't know how true this is, because it might be if you're working, if you're not working, but we're only four or five days into this whole lockdown uh, quarantine thing, so... It could get to the point where uh, things get even slower and they start cutting my hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So That could be an issue, yeah. So everyone's supposed to get a bunch of fucking free fun bucks to use to stimulate the economy. Because right now the the stock market is as low as it was in 20, 1929 when we went through the Depression. So we're they're supposed to be sending all adults a thousand dollars as like a surplus to help them get through things um that would definitely help me and then if you have a child i think 18 or under or maybe 17 and under you're gonna get an additional 500 dollars per kid oh wow i don't know if this is true or not this is what i've heard i think i saw abc or nbc an article on it but it was just like did you see the other day the government bailed out the stock market like they put a trillion and it instantly, dollars and it, just, it lasted like four hours 
Yeah, it went up. They put $1.5 trillion. The amount that would basically be needed to revolutionize our education and healthcare system combined, they put that into the stock market. It went up for a couple hours and then right back down. That money disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And like we're not the political podcast, but like no, that's just crazy. But that's like, absolutely. I hate nuts. that this is what made me be like, oh, I have to vote now. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they were. I was reading something complaining that this is going to cost like a few billion dollars to send every adult. Um, and it doesn't even like it. Just says everyone's getting a thousand. Well, who's getting a thousand? Everybody or everybody who is a doc? Like who's documented? Who's not? Like is it? Who's it going to? You know what I mean? Probably like, anyone that has a permanent address with the IRS, I would say. I, I don't know. Like, it didn't didn't go into it. And then it's like, well, France just canceled all fucking payments on everything. They're like, don't worry about paying mm-hmm. utilities. Don't worry about paying your rent. Don't worry about paying your mortgage. We can take care of it. And we money. have the ability to do that. It's just... But we don't. Yeah, we're just not going to do it. We're the richest country in the world, and uh, the, the brass hates us. It's so. we're rich enough to, to light fucking one and a half tri- trillion is such a big number that you and I can't feasibly... you can't even comprehend it. Yeah. I can't comprehend a trillion like, dollars. You can maybe you can understand ten. You can understand a hundred. You can understand a thousand. You could probably yeah, understand easily. ten thousand. A million, a hundred thousand starts getting a little rocky. You get to mm-hmm. like a million, and you're like, okay, I know that's a big number, but I don't think I've ever but like seen what do I do a with a million, million dollars? Something. And yeah. then you get to the point of, oh. A billion. Well, that's how many fucking a million a time. That's how many million a time. And then it's like, oh, a trillion. Okay, well, that's even fucking more. And then there's yeah. a half of another one. So, fuck. It's an incomprehensible amount of money. And yeah. it is. Uh, it was absolutely disgusting what happened. It's just as soon as it was here, it was gone. It did nothing. It did nothing. It did it absolutely did nothing. nothing. Like, it just... I'm more I'm more mad than I am. I'm not scared. This to me, this is the first time I feel like in my entire life I'm not scared and everybody else is. Mm. This to me feels normal. This really? feels right to me. This mm. feels like the end of the world. This feels like my favorite thing ever. This, you know what I mean? Like this to me mm. feels like what I've been waiting for. I I I'm waiting for quiet. I'm waiting for the sound of wind. I'm waiting for this for that 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 feeling that any second it can all change. And there was a few days a few days ago where it was like that, and I was really fucking loving it. And it was just like this is this is it. I feel like I'm the only person who's not scared. Um, I mean, I'm being vigilant. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm scared. I'm not shaking in my boots. But I'm definitely, like, taking precautions. Um, like, I'm not very likely to get it because I've been pretty privileged growing up with, like, having good health care. Not even that. You're young. Yeah, I'm young. That's We're like both the, young. That's, like, the number one thing. Like, these, these old men that come into my job are coughing on me. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking in your 60s. Another guy's going to come yourself, in here dude. who's in their fucking 70s. You coughing on me is only going to fucking give it to some other boomer who's going to fucking die. And that's why so many people and places are, like, stopping work or pausing work. Yeah, but it's... it's not like... necessarily for the... It's for the 
the people that are most susceptible to it, people with lung issues, stuff like that. Yeah. And old people. Like, Tom Hanks has it, right? And here's another thing. Who the fuck is Idris Elba? Idris Elba? Yeah. He's famous. He's an actor. Yeah. Who is he? What fucking movie has Idris Elba been in that I've seen? Oh, no. I know he was in the Cats movie recently. He's been in a couple things. Why is he being tested and, and I'm not? Because he has money. Yep. Like, five of the Knicks, five of the Knicks uh, have coronavirus. Okay, cool. How come I haven't been tested? Yeah, that's a real issue. <laughs> why that... Why are the old people in my area sitting at home? I mean, what are they going to do all day? They're going to sit around and watch Fox News like they do every day. They're just not going to go walk the mall at fucking 5 a.m. But still. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This whole thing has me more mad than it has me scared. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed off at a lot of systemic issues right now. It's just... I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how you can... I don't, know. I don't know how you can just neglect... I just don't understand why you'd get rid of a pandemic team. Yeah. For years, for years, I have heard that if we were ever going to get hit with a biological attack, it was going to be on Black Friday. For years, I've heard this. Like, really? Yeah. Fucking freshman, sophomore year of high school. Like, fucking a decade ago, almost. I've been hearing, because that's the number one day of commerce in the States. You're, you're right, yeah. I've been hearing that Black Friday for the longest time is the number one day of commerce in America, and if anything is going to get mm-hmm. spread, what's going to happen is some other country or some other person that doesn't like this country was going to put some sort of a chemical on a dollar bill. I don't know what the mm-hmm. denomination of the dollar bill was, just a dollar bill, and then that dollar bill would then be circulated with a bunch of other dollar bills, and those dollar bills would then spread. So you get people that come from say, a state where there's no sales tax just for that, right? So Mm -hmm. you get someone who's there for... You get people that come to another state that don't have sales tax or whatever, and then they put their money there, and then they spend even more money, and the money they put in the JCPenney then gets gets mixed around and someone who who was behind them in line then goes to the fucking TJ Maxx and then from there they go to a Staples or a Circuit City if there even is Circuit City or a Best Buy and then the entire state within a few hours has contaminated money and then Mm -hmm. from there it continuously and continuously and continuously gets spread to the point where um it's 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 unstoppable because you went to Delaware or a, a state that doesn't have sales tax and then you go to, say, New York, where they do have sales tax, but on the way home you stopped at a gas station in New Jersey, and then you paid a guy at the gas station for gas and some chips. Now the chips have it on it, the guy has it on it, he's handling money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just this mm-hmm. constant flow of of um, a virus and that happens, passed and passed and passed. And that happens every day with just regular germs. Exactly, exactly. So, like... I don't know. I, I've i been hearing about if we're ever going to get hit biologically, that's how we're going to get hit biologically. Mm-hmm. And now we've been hit biologically. Like, some guy came in... Okay. Calling it the Chinese virus is incredibly racist, and it humanizes mm-hmm. it, and I, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it then makes it seem like the Chinese people themselves are behind it. But you can't... And that's not the case at all. No, it's yeah. not. But you can't... 
tell me for one goddamn second that Kung Flu isn't hilarious. It came from China and it's kicking everybody's ass. Kung Flu is the funniest shit I've ever heard. That's pretty funny. That's the that funniest funny. shit I've ever heard. I, I like just the Rona. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Rona. The Rona. I think that's funny. I hate. I hate talking about it. Like I'm it's, just. I'm, I know. I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm tired of it. of it. I'm fucking tired of it. It's just like, and from what I understand, it's not that bad. It's a cold that makes you tired, and can also kill you if you're old. Yeah. All right, but that's the same thing as like it's not a child. I'd rather an old person die than a child. Like, yeah, the old person has knowledge, but the child has a whole life ahead of him. Right, right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you hear about people dying young, it's always a tragedy. Yeah, but you die old, oh, well, he was 90. Like, if if mm-hmm. the cancer didn't get him, it would have been two months later he would have died of old age. Like, I know that sounds awful, but do you understand what I'm saying? But it's a realistic approach, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just... With all this shit going on, it feels like we need a stroke of luck, and... It's your lucky day, because I am delivering the lore to you guys today. Yay! So the lore for today is the Lucky 38 Casino. I always come in pitching you guys some awesome New Vegas lore. So this one I thought was really, really fun, because it's kind of this inevitable part of New Vegas that everyone kind of has to do. So... The Lucky 38 is a casino is a casino on the New Vegas Strip. It is occupied solely by Mr. House, the big papa of New Vegas, and his Securitrons. The Lucky 38 is a pre-war relic and an enduring monument to Mr. House's vision for what New Vegas could have been. Or what, well, at that time, Las Vegas could have been. Um, there's actually a really interesting quote that on the wiki, we get all of our lore off of fallout.fandom.com. So that's where you can see this. Um, But his vision for Las Vegas was luxury without decadence, refinement without elitism, and class without snobbery. I thought that was really cool. So in the years leading up to the war, Robert House thoroughly modified the building in preparation for the upcoming nuclear attack. Accurate long-range laser cannons linked to a massive processing center were installed on top of the tower to defend against incoming warheads. A massive underground storage facility for Securitrons was built into the foundation, but the greatest marvel was the reason behind Mr. House's withdrawal from society, a a preservation chamber built into the core of the penthouse, where House went to kind of shed his mortal body and kind of come back as a computer program. I have no clue how that shit works, but it's crazy. (laughs) Wired into the mainframe... And the power core was his intelligence, and he was ready to face the apocalypse as a digital man. Save for an OS upgrade that was on the Platinum chip. Roll the New Vegas story here. So, as you guys probably know, the chip never arrived because of the Great War. So, there were some issues with the system that was protecting the entirety of Las Vegas. Only a small portion of Las Vegas could survive and become New Vegas because of the firmware being out of date. The town came back to life in 2274 um, when Mr. House kind of came out. Uh, When he was in cryo sleep, it took a while for him to like upload his intelligence and like he went into a coma because the building was almost hit with a mortar. There's a whole bunch of stuff about that. It's 
not that interesting, but basically the building lied dormant for years, um, just getting power from Hoover Dam, and Securitrons would exit once in a while just to do scouting patrols until the lights came back on when House woke up. So the Lucky 38 is actually a really cool building. There's a couple different sections of it. Um, inside is the casino. Is the casino. Uh, it's fit with gambling tables, slot machines. I mean, although they can't be played, it's kind of all just a mess. In the center of the room is an elevator that takes you to the other floors. Um, before you can go to any of the other floors, you have to talk to Victor, though. The cocktail lounge is near the top of the Lucky 38. It's just beneath the penthouse. So companions are not allowed in it. The room is filled with empty tables, cash registers, free war money, just kind of like shit laying around for when the casino stopped, when the Great War happened. Um, the most interesting part in the cocktail lounge is that there's a hard-locked briefcase containing C4, a detonator, and a silence 22. And I think that's pretty cool. You can also get the test site snow globe. And it's tucked behind one of the registers. The penthouse is the highest level of the Lucky 38. Companions are not allowed inside there either, uh, similar to the cocktail lounge. It's kind of like Mr. House's control hub. Um, that's where he rules the entire wasteland from. Um, there's not much anything interesting except the elevator to his uh, cryo chamber and just like a couple books. Um, other than that, like you can find, uh, what's her name? I think it's Jane or Janie. Basically the like lady Securitron and you can trade in snow globes to her for money. He gives you he gives you more money for the snow globes than he gives you for the platinum chip, even if you max out your charisma boosts. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I recently Holy played shit. through and, and I was like, I'll give you this much and then I went there to give him snow globes and it was just like Oh, okay. That's kind of fucking crazy. So, the last room is the presidential suite. You can take your companions here. And all the companions in the game can be dismissed to the suite instead of to their, like, local homes. It has five rooms, including a master bedroom, guest room, kitchen slash dining room, study, and a bathroom, which you can get clean water from. Um, the refrigerator and kitchen comes with some food already stocked in it. And you can get additional upgrades for the room at the terminal... Um, and just, like, you can get more storage, it, lockers, stuff like that. Basically standard for most, uh, Fallout homes of that era. Um, that's kind of it on the layout of the casino, but there's, like, a couple fun facts that I liked. So, he designed the Lucky 38. The design of the Lucky 38 makes it impossible for the elevator to Mr. House's cryo chamber to actually exist in the structure. Like... Because it's the main, like, column where the main elevator comes up, but there's no space for a second elevator to go down to his cryosleep area. So, like, I don't know anything about that, because, like, the lounge is right under it. Um, so that was fun, uh, kind of broken by design. And the whole casino used to be... Or, the whole casino can be used as player housing, because none of the... Um, storage boxes reset, so everything on every floor you can just use to store all your shit in. So I thought that was really cool. Um, other than that, uh, there's a couple other notes on the wiki. Most of them are like bugs and stuff. 
there's some. I'm looking at the notes right now. There's some fun stuff that I can see. Yeah, I'm looking at the, at, at the poster for the Lucky Thirty Eight in 2025, sh- shown in game, shown in the game's opening sequence, is not present in game. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting because I went back and I watched the opening. We might be able to put a clip here if sure, you sure. want. Um, like the, and the that poster people on the thing? is nowhere to be found. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That poster is nowhere to be found. The Lucky 38's power reactor is powerful enough to allow signal to be sent f- as far as the fort. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lucky 38 is like a as a building is a technical marvel. It really is. Um, you can see the Lucky 38 from basically everywhere in New Vegas, kind of making it this natural like beacon in terms of game design. Um. In the game's intro, the Lucky 38 appears to have structural damage, but that's not actually the case in-game. It's, like, perfectly preserved, because mm-hmm. it was the site of the uh, anti-nuke missiles. The Lucky 38 doesn't have any background music. It's just ambient sounds. That one's kind of cool. Yeah. And if you kill any of the Securitrons while you're in the penthouse, uh, House's screen will say connection lost, and you just can't talk to him anymore. Yeah. Um, other than that, like, none of these are that interesting, if you ask me. That's all the lore? There's nothing else on it about how the, the it was built, or? No, like, that's it. It's just, like, really? about the fact that it exists, yeah. Basically, it was built because House was already a, a rich casino mogul, and it was built to be a casino, and it ended up turning into this technological marvel because he outfitted it to survive nuclear war. Hmm. And if the Platinum Chip had gotten there before the Great War, almost all of New Vegas could have been saved. Wow. All of, like, Las Vegas would be saved. Hmm. Neato. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Do you have anything you have to say about the Lucky 38? No, I just wish we'd have a little more knowledge about how, what it was like in pre-war Vegas and what it looked like. I know, it would be so cool. Yeah. No, I don't really have I don't really have anything to say. I just I just wish I I wish there was more. I want to know more pre-war stuff Me about too. the building. Yeah, because I think it's really cool, and especially the major casinos in New Vegas, they're all kind of cool. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? The casinos, the tops, probably. Mm-hmm. I like Gamora for some reason. Really? I think either Gamora or the Ultralux are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Even though I kind of hate both of them. Yeah. Like all both of the people. I don't like the old, I don't like uh, Gamora. When I just replayed New Vegas, they're like the only one of the only ones that you can do you like can do the quest and it doesn't change the outcome of the game whatsoever. And mm-hmm. um, it's not a fun quest. Which one? Uh, the one with Big Sal and mm. some guy, and you're trying to fucking I don't know, eat ass or something. I don't remember. It was just I wasn't having fun. I remember just kind of going through it. Just like up oh, free XP and loot. Yeah, it was just like, all right, let me get out of here, and then I just kind of left. That's fair. Yeah, um, the Ultra Lux is too much. Too much. It's just, I don't know. I like. I the like tops. the quests there. Yeah. I the mean, tops is what I when I think of like a classic like casino that i would think i would see in real life mm-hmm. i think of the tops that's why i like it 
Mm-hmm. I feel like the 38, if it was, if it was, uh, that's why I never got. Why was the the 38 never operational? Because it was in the post-war. It was House's base station for ruling the wasteland. Yeah, but it's a casino. Was it not operational pre-war? Oh, it was. Yeah. So then, why not just have it continue to be operational and then have the robots run it? That's a good point. And then, if anybody tried to like get into the elevator, oh no, no, no. You get killed. Or have, an, or have like, yeah, or have, like, uh, Securitrons that patrol the elevator doors to make sure nobody gets in. Yeah, I mean, there's already two Securitrons there anyway, when you get there. Yeah. But at the same time, House really doesn't need any money. No, he, he already doesn't. has everything. He doesn't, but... I don't know, I think it would qu- kind of quell some of the rumors... Of what's going on in there? It's just, oh, it's another casino. Yeah. You wouldn't even th- you would just think like, oh, House spends all of his time at the top of the casino. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Why does it wouldn't come down? be quite a mysterious symbol? Yeah, I mean, I get thematically why it was done, but I'm saying like, mm-hmm. I don't realistically, yeah, make that money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's already making all the money on New Vegas. He's making he he owns all of it at that point. But yeah, and I want to know if. Um, New Vegas is independent or if it's part of the NCR and we'll never know. So. So other than that, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I don't really, I kind of want, I kind of assumed we would talk about more of the Rona just because it's the fucking hot time. Are you getting, are you you getting, are you getting Animal Crossing? I'm very excited for Animal Crossing. I'm so excited. Here's my dilemma. Get smashed because you already know you like it. <laughs> yeah. But if wait, I get smashed, wait, I have to pay an extra $40 when I get it. An extra 40 Yeah, because I got to get a GameCube controller. Because mm. uh, I'm not going to ruin my GameCube controllers that I've had since I was a little, little boy. Um, and I have to get online because I'm going to get really tired of that story mode. Animal I really like the story mode. I did it twice, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, I'm going to play, and then after 20 minutes of playing, I know it's going to be like, now what do I do? I have to wait till tomorrow for anything to happen. I, I'm reserving my judgments on Animal Crossing. I know that I'm going to like it, just because like I like that style of game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for it. I'm probably going to download it. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thursday. I'm going to download it at midnight. Yeah, and that's another thing I was thinking of. I can download it tomorrow at midnight because I think it's a better game to have. I think it's the only game that if they said, like, oh, we're going to do it completely digital now, it would make the most sense because mm-hmm. it's not a game that I can sit down. Like, if it, if I could play it like Stardew Valley where I can go to bed and get up and it's the next morning, mm-hmm. different. I'd probably love it. Oh, yeah. But because I have you, to You love Stardew, it, right? Yeah, I really like Stardew Valley. Um, but I also like that I can go to bed and go to the next day where in animal crossing, mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, okay. Let me get on for an hour and try to do everything. And then it's like, Oh shit. Let me go sell all the stuff. Oh, well, Tom Nook just closed. Okay. I, it seems like their approach with this one is that there's a lot more to do instead of just like a couple dailies, then you're done. Yeah. That's what I didn't like about, um, what was it called? New leaf. Mm-hmm. That's what I didn't like about new leaf. It was just like, Oh, Alrighty then. Like I'm just done for this. It's day. like I've got nothing else to do. 
Like, what if you don't get home till late and all the shops close at 9 and I walk in the door and it's 8 o'clock? Right. Like, I don't get to do anything then and I don't want to have to reset my, my device's thing. I'm probably going to reset my device time. Yeah, because what are I'm you going to do? You're going to get it at midnight you're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can. I'm not sure how the shops and stuff operate. Maybe they'll stay open late. Well, now it doesn't even seem like they're shops. Now it yeah, just it's all like, like craft a, everything. There's like a crafting system. I mean, you can get stuff from Tom Nook. And I'm sure that the those sisters that sell stuff will move into the town eventually. I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't. I'm. I'm really excited to try it out. It's going to be a great quarantine game. Yeah, that's why I'm so excited about it. Yeah, if you because next week my classes start again, and all I have to do is like, I all my classes I'm going to be taking right where I'm sitting right now. Really? mm Hmm. If there's a lecture, gonna have my switch right here. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm. That's kind of what I'm waiting for. To be honest, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for it to get bad. Um, I think a lot of it is being blown out of proportion. But it has the potential, the entire situation with the virus, to get real dirty. No, it does, and I'm not saying it doesn't, but I think a lot of it still is being blown out of proportion. um, Because we don't have a fucking pandemic team. Yes. And, like, if we... that, That bothers me the most. Like, I think out of everything, that's the thing that makes me the maddest. Mm hmm Like, hey... They were fired. What? Yeah, no, but it's not even that. It's just like, hey, uh, the fire extinguisher was taking up space. All right, what'd you do with it? I threw it out. All right, well, we'll get whatever. Like, <laughs> hey, the house is on fire. What do we What do? We do? Uh, where's the fire extinguisher? You threw it out. Oh, fuck. All right, so I Dang. guess get buckets of water. Like, everything from this point on is a patch job because we yeah. don't have the infrastructure to deal with it because this country's privatized health system fucking sucks. Yeah. And you know what I Did talk- you see other countries' uh, like warnings? No. I saw one, I think it was from Norway, that was like, if you plan on traveling to countries with underdeveloped health systems, such as the U.S. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, damn, you're right, Norway. You're right. I was talking to a couple Canadians at work the other day, mm-hmm. and I was like, how do you guys feel being Canadians with universal health care? Do you feel safe? And they were like, Absolutely. They're like, we're not worried at all. I talked to a guy, he's like, I'm driving to Philly now so I can go get my kid from school and then I'm going to go home and be safe in my house. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Canada's closing their borders soon. No, they already did. Uh, well. They've, they yeah, called and... all Canadians to come home. The geese are flying north for the summer. It's true. Oh. Um, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this anymore, but I feel like it's the only thing that we have to talk about because it's like, yeah, like nothing's going on. And you know what? I went to work and someone goes, you ever see that Will Smith movie? And I'm like, yes, I have the Will Smith movie. I knew exactly what they meant instantly. <laughs> it was, uh, I am legend. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, him in that $4 billion brownstone with his fucking <laughs> art and his dead dog and his shitty alternate ending. Yeah. 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 Fuck, I forgot about the shitty alternate ending. Yeah. You guys should check out our review of I Am Legend it's, on the there's channel. There's a link. Um I don't think I don't think we have video for that one. I, I don't think we have that, that was a while ago, yeah. 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 So I'm just kind of waiting for it to get bad because 
uh, as far as I know, where I work, we're one of the only places that are still open. Mm. And uh, we're considered essential. But if we're essential, then we should be getting paid at least fucking a lot more. Hazard pay? Yeah. yeah. I should be getting paid hazard pay. be getting paid a lot more on top of that. And I should have the option to fucking be in a union. But I don't. So, welcome to America. Mm-hmm. Part of this makes me want to, like, just get my uh, degree in teaching and then go teach English in another country. Do it. Just because it's just like, I don't fucking want to live here. This is just awful. Leaving our fucking, like, leaving your... It's, it's like Venezuela. Like, fucking, yeah, fend for yourself. Basically, yeah. Like, I can't wait to hear that people are breaking into the Philly Zoo and killing zebras and uh, eating them. That's what I'm waiting for. When I, When it hits that bad, I'm... Part of me wants to drive you're to Manhattan. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Once it hits that point, you're out. No, I'm just, I'm going to be like, I don't know how I didn't see this coming sooner. Manhattan? Times Square had zero people in it yesterday. I know. I want to drive to Manhattan. I saw, uh, it wasn't a Snapchat, it was uh, It was on Twitter. There was zero people in Times Square. Mm-hmm. It was scary. It, it was must weird. have looked like I am legend. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to drive there. I just want to drive there. I want to go there and just drive around and be like, this is it. This is the end. I'm like so ready to be not in the house. I'm going stir crazy. Yeah, already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can still leave your house. You can still go I can outside. Still, yeah. I've been going to the uh, the Asia food market recently mm-hmm. because the people that are irrational are scared to go there, and they have really good stock. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally. Yeah. And you know what? The food there is all super fresh. Yeah. And they probably have so, great like, stuff. I've been making dumplings all week. I believe it. And you know what? Buy some cabbage. And if you run out of toilet paper, you got cabbage. It's biodegradable. Tell me I'm wrong. You're, you're kind of right. <laughs> I was thinking of getting a, a bidet. <laughs> yeah, dude. Every fucking country in the world uses bidets they fucking rock us. you know why we don't have them why i heard a thing about it once we don't have them because during world war ii soldiers were in american soldiers were in france maybe it was even world war one american soldiers were in france and they went to the cat houses the brothels and they saw that the 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 whores as they called them mm-hmm. uh were using them and they thought oh this is what a whore oh, uses to clean okay. herself it's more multi-purpose than that. Yeah. So we don't. I wonder we don't how have much like a, a tiny little attachable bidet costs. Tushy.com, dude. What? Tushy.com. You don't know about Tushy.com? No. It was started by this woman who's like a fucking genius, um, and she owns like a bunch of pizza places too, and I think she owns one in like Greece. Whatever. Um, it's a bidet that you hook up to your toilet, and it. It's not dirty water because it hooks up to the tank. Mm-hmm. So there, you can get a, a regular one that's just the cold water. You can get one that's heated. And it just sprays your ass. Yeah, Tushy.com. She, oh, they're expensive. How much? From two to $700. Holy shit. Uh, try putting in the code. Well, I'm not going to give it away for free. It doesn't benefit my show. Um, there's a podcast I listen to that always uses 
who always has them or used to always has them have used to always oh have wait them as a you can get cheapy like attachable ones for yeah. less than that yeah yeah, There's, yeah oh you can get one for like 50 bucks yeah exactly oh shit i actually kind of might do that yeah you should the, i was listening to an interview with the woman she was on uh the church of what's happening now um mm-hmm. which is one of my favorites and she was like if you got shit on your arm would you just wipe it off with a towel the guy's like, no. He goes, then why are you wiping your ass with just a napkin? Yeah. Like, yeah. So. I mean, I buy biodegradable wipes. Just saying. Yeah, they don't flush. No, they do. Do they really? They, they literally say flushable. Bullshit. I don't believe it. And they do. Them. I haven't had any plumbing issues with them. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wegmans makes them. They're flushable, biodegradable. Have you been to Wegmans lately? Wegmans is was created in the city that i live in all right so just say the city you live in because that's an easy yeah. google search do you want me yeah. to cut that out so, no so wegmans was created in rochester <laughs> uh so there's a wegmans around like every goddamn corner and it's incredible and uh they have been hit hard i mean have you gone in it yes is it crazy when i was there last it was a little bit crazy i have off tomorrow um and when I get out of work, I'm going to go to Walmart because I've been sleeping on a shitty bed for a long time. Mm-hmm. So there's a mattress place not far, so I'm going to go get a mattress because if they shut everything down and I'm stuck in my house, I'm not sleeping on the shitty mattress any longer. Yeah, you might as well be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go pick that up. But I'm going to just walk around Walmart for a few hours because from what I understand, Walmart opens at 6 now and it shuts down at 10 or 11. A lot of places are like being given a curfew like legally yeah and i think here in rochester a lot of things close down to eight really mm-hmm. wow and i think bars are only allowed to do takeout yeah restaurants and bars are only allowed to do takeout um what else is there fast food places are only doing drive through mm-hmm Somebody just told me there was a thing that was like, if you see a trucker at a McDonald's and he approaches the door just to get turn around and get back in his truck, offer offer to buy him, offer to buy him his food because he can't get the tractor trailer to go through the drive through. And my first thought oh, was, wow, yeah. so then I have to go to him, get close to him, get within five feet of him because he has to hand me his money. He's probably been sitting in his own farts for how long? And coughing on himself. He then gives me his money, which I then put into my car, which I where I have my family. I then give it to the people at, at McDonald's. They then hand me the food, and I give it back to him. And then I have to go back to eating my food, and now my hands are contaminated with his fart dollars. Fart dollars? Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. it's a super nice gesture, I get it, but, like... But it's not necessarily realistic. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are panicking. I think they're panicking because they're being told to panic. Yeah. Um, like, I... There's no reason to panic. If you see Italy, the most... It's the second most affected country. Everything's business as usual, just, like, yeah. modified. Yeah, but also... Like, no one's panicking. Everybody that has it, that, like, village that they keep showing, or town, or whatever, the community... That mm-hmm. has it. They're all fucking sixty-five and above. There's a few people that aren't, but they're all old. And yeah. it's northern Italy. 
I had a guy come in to work last night, and he just fucking bitched and moaned about it for like 20 minutes to me. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying really? to just get my job done. I'm just trying it. I was like, I don't want to be here. I know it sucks. They shut down every. They shut down the fucking bathrooms where I work. They put porta potties out. Really? Yeah. So, so wow. you can't use a public bathroom, but you can use the fucking Rona booth. <laughs> the the Rona potty. Yeah. So, I'm like, look, man. And then he he goes, and then these fucking Chinamen. I went, whoa! whoa. Like, <laughs> I was like, dude, just throw it around. Like, just drop that hard R. Like, just do it. Like, I'm, I was waiting for him to do it. I was waiting for him to do it. That's ridiculous. And then he's like, and then he's like, don't get me started on those fucking Italians. And I'm like, really? Go on. And he's like, he's like, they don't have no fucking roads. I'm like, what does it have to do with anything? Like. <laughs> You gotta love people that have never traveled outside of their country. Yeah, and then he's telling me, he's going, you gotta, you gotta see how they fucking live in China. He goes, 16 to a room working 18 hour days in triple bunk beds, and I wanted, and I, I just wanted him to leave. And -hmm. I was gonna go, is that what you saw last time you were there? Just so he could be like, well, I've never been there. I'm like, why the fuck do I wanna go there? Like, I just, I was like, get out, dude, leave me alone. I'm trying to fucking do my goddamn job that I'm not being paid enough to do and risking. Not only my life, but my family's life. Like, just get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out. Leave. It's crazy. The only thing I am scared of is that uh, my grandparents live in Florida, basically. Oh, do um, they now? Yeah, the the two that do, do. Um, and... No, I thought uh, I just saw your right grandfather. Now. Well, they come back once in a while. Hmm. But they spend most of their time in Florida now, and that's the, like capital of old people yeah so like, that's the only thing i'm worried about is that yeah but also i mean i get it it's it would it's sad but it's at the same time i look at it like i look at it pragmatically like it's sad and would it suck if your grandparents got it yes absolutely but like it's not a child you know what i mean mm. and i'm not trying to sound heartless i'm just trying to look at this as as grand scheme like worst case scenario you know what i mean i know what you mean like, I don't want you to think that I'm trying to be insensitive or heartless or anything. It's just like... Like, would you rather fight a hundred ducks? Or, or what is it? A hundred horse-sized ducks or duck-sized horses? Would you rather a hundred yeah. old people die or a hundred babies die? Yeah, that's... Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand. I know exactly what you're saying. And, like, it sucks. But, like, there's not much we can do because we were not aptly prepared. And get mad and go put that anger out in the voting booth. Yeah, that's that's not even a fucking do anything. I can't what do you, anything a, but there's hope. A, there's a Paul Barman song that I always think about. He goes, and what does that change? Nothing like the results of an election. Fucking, our votes don't mean anything. It all comes down to the people that quote unquote matter. Hillary Clinton won the fucking popular vote, which is the the people's vote, our vote, the, mm-hmm. the citizens of this fucking country who should be deciding who is and is not the president. But because our vote does not count as much as someone, what did she win? The what did she lose? The congressional vote? Um, I think so. I think it was the electoral college. Whatever. Yeah, which right should there. be abolished. Yeah, right there, the electoral college. So fuck. Everybody who's a fucking plumber, electrician, owns a restaurant, like, 
it's just, it's silly. It's so fucking silly to me. Mm-hmm. It's so absolutely silly. Nothing, nothing to do matters. Like, it just doesn't. You can vote, 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 vote all you want, but it's not going to do anything. It's the illusion of choice. Hmm. But something that we did have a choice with was our intro music, Feather Duster. If you want to get that, you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince, would you like to tell folks about our social media? You can find links to our social media, my knowledge, in the show. Um, in the description below, there's links to our Twitters. Um, we also have an Instagram, but I don't know if... We don't really use it. It's just there. Only once in a while. Um, you can follow us on Discord. You can join our Discord channel. We talk about a bunch of fun shit all the time. Mm-hmm. In Discord. Don't worry... Hold on, I just want to interject that quick. Like, don't worry. I know this episode's kind of been a little melancholy. Yeah, we've been a little bit, a little bit of a downer over uh, here. But don't worry, I'm not worried. It just the situation right now is kind of like a weird purgatory. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to one of my favorite podcasts. The podcast that got me into podcasts was This American Life by NPR, and mm-hmm. Ira Glass in the newest one. They did a whole story, and he's like, "Hey, so." Just turns out I shook hands with a man whose wife has coronavirus. So I am quarantining myself. He's like, I feel fine. I've been washing my hands left and right. But I think he's in his 60s. Um, And um, he's like, everybody already works from home that was working here. We already sent them all home. But I was doing the editing and I figured this out. So I'm going into quarantine. I'm shutting down the office. And we are going to um, just work from home. So, there's nothing to be worried about if people take the right precautions. Yeah, so... just sucks that... Just do the right thing. It sucks that we have to... I'm not worried. Do it. I'm not too worried for myself. I'm I'm not worried in general, because if I've learned... we've, We've nuked fucking a country, and they are one of the most thriving countries in the world right now. So, Mm -hmm. I am not worried. You know what I mean? Because humanity of, because will of, prevail. Exactly. Because of hum, humanity. Because of the human spirit. And I don't want people to get this far and be like, well, now I fucking everything sucks. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, you just have to, like, let's just let time pass. You know what I mean? Just let it do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Sorry, back on track. You can follow us on our Discord. Uh, it's how we record the show because we talk to each other in there. Um, mm-hmm. You can also find us on anywhere where podcasts are. You can find us on YouTube. And if you find us on either one, if you could please throw us a review or a comment or share it with your friends, something, I'd appreciate that. Um, if you'd like to, if you'd like to support the show in any manner, you can go to our Redbubble, where we have T-shirts and stickers and blocks and cubes and clocks and duvets and shower curtains and a bunch of other goodies and And maybe a bidet (laughs) (laughs) every time the water goes off it just plays feather duster Uh, (laughs) if you really really like the show and you want to see us get bigger and better uh you can throw us a couple bucks on patreon Mm -hmm. we have some fine fine folks we have to thank from patreon we have and i quote the friendly companion cube. Thank you, cube. 
Thanks, Cube. We have Noah. Thank you, Noah. We have Gage, doubly thank you. Thank you for, for hosting our Discord Nitro, too. Yes, thank you. And also Jordan with a Y. Thank you, Jordan with a Y. Oh, also, um, mm-hmm. speaking of Jordan with a Y, Jordan with a Y and I the other day made a Spotify playlist called The End of the World. Oh, really? Yeah, it's thematic. So I think it's like 17 songs or 18 songs, which is too long for me. But it's That's under not an long hour. Enough for me. It's under an hour. And that was the whole theme was keep it under an hour. It starts off with like, actually, let me read it off to you. We can stretch this time out a little bit. Even though it's the end of the show. That's why you should listen to the whole show. I hate Spotify. It does not work. Alright. So it starts off with... What's your Spotify username? I can't find you. Uh, The Buggins. All caps. I have... The End of the World Do Not Shuffle. Yeah, End of the World Do Not Shuffle. It starts off with... So, like, each song in there is something else that is supposed to, like, reference something else. So, it, what a wonderful world, because it's the only song that I think should be in a Fallout game that I've never heard in a Fallout game. Mm-hmm. The Louis Armstrong song. Probably a licensing thing. Probably. Well, they've had whatever. Uh, and then it goes into Anti-American Graffiti by Jay Dilla, because it's like this weird, just kind of like, just a beat. And then, like, towards the end, you hear a guy go, this sounds like the end of the world! And I was like, alright, let's go in there. Bjork's human behavior, because it's just about how humans because are Bjork. fucking dumb and Bjork. Um then that goes into AM180 by Granddaddy because that's the song. One, it's the song from uh, 28 Days Later, and it just f- went together so nicely. And then it goes into Troglodyte by uh, the Jimmy Castor Bunch, and that's just a fun fucking song. Uh, and then when that ends, it goes into Cells by Doom, and the intro to that is a poem about the end of the world. That's real cool. And there's... There's... there's uh, a few lines in there like the streets will be run by roaming mobs there will be distant explosions and uh that are constantly going off radiated men will eat the flesh of radiated men and i was like yeah that's going there but then what i wanted to do was have it where like this is like these what six songs are the calm before the storm and Mm -hmm. then there's three pieces of comedy so there's Sandwiches by Mitch Hedberg, My Grandfather by Stephen Wright, and Intro slash Dead People by Louis C.K. And it works perfectly, because Louis is like, most people are dead. And he's, and he's going on about like how, he's like, all these people in this room are going to be dead soon. And then it goes right into fucking BYOB by System of a Down, into Spikes by what Death Grip. And then BFG Division by Mick Gordon oh, from fucking yeah. yeah. And then when it's over, it's Radiation by Paul Barman. I'm Not a Good Person by Pat the Bunny, First Day of the Rest of My Life, and then an interlude of Color of Autumn by Nujabes, and The End of the and World the by Skeeter Davis. I'm, like, super proud with the way, especially, like, everything after the comedy came out, because it's just death, 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 and then Radiation um, has some fucking yams on it, like, uh, uh, We Still Kill with Fission. We Still Kill with Fission. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say correctly. Or no, we... What's an atom war? Or no, what's a nuclear war? A, a nuclear war isn't necessarily a mushroom cloud over cities, but nuclei, nuclei change from what they once were before. That's kind of cool. Uh, it's it's a whole thing about like how black men are sent to fight a white man's war unless the white man to sent to fight is poor. 
shit like that. And I was like, that's cool. And then I'm not a good person by, by Pat the Bunny because I just wanted everyone to be depressed at this point. Because um, Pat in this song is just like, I'm addicted to heroin and hate my life. Like every fucking Pat the Bunny song. And then um, first day of my life, I was like, oh, this is like the rebirth. It's still sad, but like Earth has a new chapter. Yeah. And then Color of Autumn, because it was just a nice little instrumental track that I thought could like, like, oh, maybe there is hope. And then Skeeter Davis is just like, nope. So, I don't know. I don't know why that was stuck in my head to uh, to make a, a playlist. But when I drive, no, I love making playlists. Day, I make them all the time. I can't stand them. Really? I really just don't like playlists. Like, I'd rather just listen to an album. I like listening to albums if I want to listen to a particular artist, but I do like creating, like, a set list, like a flow. Yeah, I mean, it was fun to do that. Um, it took, like, two and a half hours to, like, come up with it and, like, put everything together and think about everything. But just... I don't know. Those songs, like... I have to be in the mood to listen to those songs in that order. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't, I'm not a playlist guy. Like if somebody made me, if somebody made me a playlist, like a personal playlist, like, Hey, I was thinking about you and I made you this thing. I'd be like, Oh wow. That's really nice. If you made me like a mixtape, like you fucking put something on cassette, I'd cry. (laughs) You, you, you went through the time and the effort, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I just don't like Spotify because I tried listening to the playlist the other day when I was making breakfast, and I couldn't listen to the first song. Why not? It would get through like a minute and a half, and then it would just stop. And then I would pull my phone out, and I'd go back fifteen seconds, and it would play those fifteen seconds and stop. So then I went two seconds ahead, and mm. then it would play thirty-five seconds, and then it would just stop again. Spotify just. Doesn't I never have any issues with that. Really. For really, Spot- yeah. Spotify never works on my phone. I don't know why it is. It never works. Hmm. If I take a shower and I play the music that I don't already have downloaded, I can get a maximum of three songs before it stops working. And I don't listen to long songs, so I got to take like military showers. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't know why I'm paying $10 a month for Spotify because I hate it. I pay $6 a month for it and I get Hulu on Spotify. Yeah, so. it's ridiculous. So, that's the episode. Wash your I guess hands that's where it ends. And your ass. <laughs> yeah. Go get a bidet and wash your hands. Not in the not with the bidet. No, with the bidet. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast.